You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Mavs. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh, gosh. What do I have for you? So we're, we're trying to debate on whether to cut cable or not. Ooh. And it's, it's, a, cutting the it's, cord. A, it's a divisive subject in our household right now. So my wife's like, hey, baby's here. It means more um, expenses, and we need to cut an area that, um, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, no. Um, we don't really like a ton of people, so we don't, like, go, go, go out. So it's like, you know, we have some, like, couples that we hang out with a lot and stuff, and but, like, we're just busy with all of our crap. And I'm like, this is, like, what we do for the like, our fun, and, like, why are we cutting this? And... So we're in this like whole process right now of debating this. So, wherever you lie on the spectrum, I need to know. I need to know if you can pull it off and if the grass is greener on the other side after you cut the cord. I've been trying to convince him about all my backdoor CD little ways to watch NBA games and Isaac's just he's not for it. All right. Nick is pretty much like 2018 LimeWire, right? <laughs> And Nick will watch, can watch anything, but he's like going through like some and I pay, black market. I pay, no, in, I pay no cable bill. I pay nothing for anything. In Indonesia, uh, he has some, I don't know, and it, server over It will there. kill me like twice a season and that's it. Okay. It's like somebody might kill you. because No, not like, somebody will kill me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But so anyway, today we're going to be talking about uh, a whole bunch of different things. This Random is crap. one of our first grab bag podcasts in a while. We've been doing a lot of series. Um, we've been doing a lot of – we did the posi- player positional rankings and all that stuff, and we'll conclude that uh, probably tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about that. We have the finals for all of our polls that we put up, our all all positional ranking underdog team, <laughs> essentially. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about that, some interesting ones. Um, right now – I'm up three to two if we're just going on polls. Poll winning, yeah. I won the bench poll, I think. The what poll? Oh, but it's not done yet. There's 12 hours left on it right now. Oh, so, get out of here. I'm winning that. We'll see. Um, we'll also talk about Luka Doncic, Harrison Barnes, and DeAndre Jordan on the ESPN 100 list. These lists are all coming out right now. Isaac and I will do our 100 list. The 100 greatest flavors of ice cream. Gosh, I don't know if I can name 10. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Baskin-Robbins only did, like, what, 31? So (laughs) get on our level. 31 flavors. (laughs) Um, So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Tim McMahon's comment about that with Luka Doncic and uh, talking about how he's the best player on the court right now playing in these Mavericks games. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about this article from The Big Lead that was – it's called Stop the Hype Train on Luka Doncic, and uh, it's some hot – it's hot – it's a hot topic. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but before we get to all that, Isaac Harris, the Sotnam shame I promised from yesterday. Yes, give it to me. This was posted on Reddit. 
a trade this offseason that we could do. Ooh, I'm okay. ready. You ready for this trade? Please by the way, like Sotnam Shame is a segment that we do on the podcast. It is inspired by Sotnam by uh, Sotnam <laughs> Singh, who used to be a uh, his last name's not Shame. <laughs> he used to be a Maverick, Shame. and uh, we wanted an alliteration. Shame. We decided to use Sotnam. It's for any kind of uh, post or you know Reddit post or tweet or Facebook post or you know comment or whatever, where it's a ridiculous comment. It's a ridiculous trade proposal. It's a ridiculous free agency plan. It's just something ridiculous that. Uh, we like to laugh at and poke fun at with some of the, you know, some of the listeners and viewers of the Mavericks. I don't even know if this person listens to Locked On Mavs. They probably don't because this trade is ridiculous. I was thinking to make a deal where the Atlanta Hawks return our pick. So trading Dennis Smith Jr. plus second round pick for Dennis Schroeder. This was before. This is before the. <laughs> This apparently was before the. Uh, no, this was not before. This they posted this after, like when Schroeder was already traded. <laughs> Trading Dennis Smith Jr. and a second round pick for Dennis Schroeder, and our future first round pick. We compliment international players, and he's from Germany, which is icing on the cake. Ooh, we won't. Icing. We won't miss Dennis Smith Jr. because his first name is also Dennis. But what wow. I believe is he's more productive than Dennis Smith Jr. Imagine having seven international players on our team. Going to be amazing. DSJ and Luca's marriage don't seem to be working no matter how our marketing team decorate their marriage, which we've been seeing. <laughs> there is so much in that. <laughs> in that. I don't know where to start. First off, the marketing team. First off, Schroeder's not even there anymore. He's not even yes. on Atlanta anymore. This was posted after the trade was already done. Um, we won't miss Dennis Smith Jr. because his first name is also Dennis. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> it's fair. We won't even notice he's gone. Oh, my gosh. And then also, the, the marketing team comment was interesting because it seems like there's this conspiracy that the Mavs media marketing team is trying to promote that Dennis and Luca are cool with each other and that they're, you know, they have this marriage of, you know, this team mate relationship and it's going all great buddy, buddy. And this guy thinks it's a conspiracy. Isaac, is that a conspiracy? True or false? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I mean, we haven't had time to build a conspiracy yet. Like <laughs> it's been one video. <laughs> we had Dennis make like one comment that he had heard from Luca, like when he flew into town, like the first time and they got shots up. Yes. Yeah. I and, then, about that. and then the marketing team, um, with an outstanding new hire uh, to do their video and to do a very cool video, um, did a video on, uh, Luca and Dennis and like them practicing and all of that. Also, I did not make that video by the way. <laughs> Some people <laughs> saw my, my Titanic, you know, like audio that I put on it, the Titanic song, and people thought that I made the video. I didn't make the video. The video came from Mavs.com. Nick just put the Titanic song. I just on put it. the Titanic music under it. It was super easy. <laughs> I just threw it under there. Anyway. Uh, so. But anyway, that's pretty much all we have as far as like friendship. Yep, we're done with the podcast, guys. Thanks so much. We told you it was going to be shorter. <laughs> See you immediately, Dan. Bye. <laughs> but no, I mean, let's. Let's hope they're uh, big buddies and stuff, and we should see how that uh, rolls over the next week or so. It'll be fine. There, there's a big, there's a big topic to talk about where how is Dennis going to do with a player on his a younger player on his team that is way better than him? Has that ever happened ever in his life? Probably never, right? No, no, yeah, probably never at all. Probably never. And um, that's going to take the ball out of your hands. 
Didn't he play with with Michael Porter Jr. though on AAU? Man. What does that matter? Well, just thinking of a player that was better than Dennis at the time. It was younger, and uh, he could have. He could have for sure. I think what adds to it is the fact that Luca will take the ball. Like if the, if it's we're if true. this was if this was Bamba, then I don't think it's that big of a deal, you know. Yeah, it's a or different. even like De- DeAndre Ayton, like. But Luca will take the ball. Luca will change his role, and I haven't I haven't bookmarked yet. Um, I haven't got to read it yet. But the uh, Draft Express, I think Mike Schmidt did an article oh, yeah. today on Dennis and like year two for him, and anything they do is really good. And so I haven't read it yet, so I can't speak on it. But. It's behind the paywall if anyone is wanting to go read it. Uh, Nick, just work your black market magic. Somebody will send it to me. I'll get Kirk to send it to me. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, the ESPN Top 100 list. Where did Luka Doncic, DeAndre Jordan, and Harrison Barnes all end up? Find out coming up next. Right after the break. All right, Isaac, on the ESPN Top 100 list, coming in at number 80, who do you think made the list at number 80 for the Mavericks? Luka Doncic, DeAndre Jordan, or Harrison Barnes? Uh, I actually saw where uh, DeAndre and Harrison was. DeAndre Jordan at number 80, Harrison Barnes at number 79, and then Luka Doncic at number 63. 63, that's wild to me. He's already up there. I I agree with it. <laughs> I agree yeah. with the rankings as far as where the Mavericks are. But that's wild. I was going to say, not only him. was he the only rookie, right? Only rookie but in the he, top 100, yep. But he was 63. <laughs> it wasn't like a, oh, 97, you know? like Yeah, just thrown in there at the end. Yeah, so that – I'm trying to look at some of these uh, – like some people, he they had him over, but well, they had him one spot above Lonzo. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, but no, I mean, just looking at some people directly after uh, Luca, like a sixty-four Dejounte Murray, Redick, Markinen, your boy Josh Richardson, <laughs> uh, Will yeah. Barton, Boogie, <laughs> um. You know, health plays a factor in that. But then yeah, you get sure. into, like, Wiggins, Kuzma, and all that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not – well, we'll talk about it in a little bit, I guess. About, like, just the, the over – quote, overhype. Yeah, yeah, the the overhype we'll talk about for sure. Um, but as far as Luca's place on the list, um, ESPN did a five-on-five, five, which is, like, five writers that at, were asked five questions about these lists. And one of the questions was, Luka Doncic is the only rookie in the top 100 for this season. Did we get that right? Tim McMahon of ESPN says, The word out of Dallas is that Doncic has often been the best player on the court in pickup games at the Mavs facility, despite not being in great shape by NBA standards. And before you make a crack about the Mavs' talent or lack thereof, these games have included local products like LaMarcus Aldridge. Doncic, a special passer, is the most accomplished Euro team ever and has a huge advantage over other rookies because he arrives in the NBA as a seasoned pro. Okay, let's break that down. First off, fat? I love, <laughs> first off, I love how we, we were trying to keep the LaMarcus Aldridge thing like quiet, 
that he was uh, like he's been in the gym and practices and stuff. I like that we were the first ones to see it because we saw it in that stupid Instagram <laughs> Instagram story video. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then I pretty much confirmed it the next day. So we were like <laughs> talking about it, and uh, and now like then Dirk said something about it, and now they're just like, okay, that's cool. Um, but what else was I gonna say? Not that it was a huge secret or anything. It was. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, there's more players around the league that's been there too. There's a former Mav that's there all the time playing. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's just when you have a nice facility like that, people are gonna use it. It just doesn't. Certain people um, don't want all that stuff getting out. So. Yeah, we want all that stuff to get out. I want everything to get out. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. It's fun for podcast. Okay, so. Word out of Dallas is that Doncic has often been the best player on the court. And these are games, like he said, that include the Marcus Aldridge. We've also heard Miles Turner as well as uh, like Raymond Felton and apparently all the Mavericks players. Like all the Mavericks players have been there. Harrison Barnes has been there a lot. Dirk, Dennis, everybody. And he's outplaying everyone. Does that like get you really excited or what? <laughs> Heck yeah, it does. And, um, you know, I think you saw Harrison Barnes on the jump. And yeah. He was asked about just playing with Luca and like all this stuff, and you could tell like he just paused and then he just said, "Man, that guy can get dimes." Like, yeah, he gets dimes. Like his vision and how he can get it to people, and that's why it's like the off-ball stuff with Dennis is so interesting. But I think I think it's gonna they're gonna back themselves into this corner of you almost have to just run it through Luca. Like I think they're gonna start off with Luca off the ball a lot. And like getting into him as like the second playmaker and stuff, yeah. but I think once he starts playmaking and it is so it is like that good, I think it's going to be something like it's going to be something either one of two things: either they're going to force themselves to go to a lot more because it works so well, or it's going to be the thing you keep in your back pocket, kind of like the death lineup for the Warriors. <laughs> um, not comparing this to that at all, but just something like you keep in your back pocket to like the fourth quarter. And, you or know, not like the like, death lineup, more like the uh, when they used to do the the Steph and Durant pick and rolls. You know, yeah. you know how they used to do, like they they just held that for the last you know game of the finals or something like that. They just held that play, and all throughout the playoffs and the regular season, everybody was saying, "Why aren't you running this?" You know, Steph and Durant pick and pop or pick and rolls. It's the most lethal, you know, is the most lethal play you guys have, and they were just saving it for those special moments. Yeah. And, that, and you just kind of hold on to it until that. And then it's kind of like Dirk uh, when they first started, like, putting him as, like, a, a five. And it was like this, oh, like, we're going to save that, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, you know that. And especially with, like, this is a longer topic, too, about the target on his back. Because, you know, no matter teammate or not, even with Harrison Barnes, like even with Barnes, and it wasn't like a shot or anything. But even when he was on the on the jump, and they asked him about it, and he said, "Listen, I was one of those guys to where I said I got to see it, I got to see it first before I believe like in him and all that stuff." And just that mindset alone, I'm not saying it's a bad mindset, but there's a lot of people, and I would say even teammates. You see Harrison, and there might be even some teammates like that would take it a step farther and be like, hey, this chum ain't going to be nothing until we get him on a practice court and he's going to like do this yeah. and that. To where it's like he he does have this hype. He's the most accomplished European prospect to ever come to the NBA. And there's just a lot of hype around that. And some players will not like that at all. And I also want to want to qualify that to, to say there are players like Harrison, like you just mentioned, that they have to see it first. 
And this hype is not coming from just nowhere. This hype is not just coming from YouTube videos or highlights. This is this hype is coming from from Dirk, Carlisle, and Harrison Barnes. <laughs> you know, yeah. th- that's the quotes that we've seen these last couple of days. And they have seen him. They have played with him. They have played against him. This hype is not just coming from nowhere. So it's not just media hyping him up. It's not just, you know, the two of us or Mavs.com. It's not, you know, people that are paid yeah. by the team trying to hype up this guy. It is It is players that have played with him that – you know, don't have to give him these huge glowing things. And they are, you know, they, yeah. they, they could just be like, Hey, you know, he's coming in, he's raw. He's got a lot to learn, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they kind of did that with Dennis, you know, he they did that last year where they said some great things about him, but then they also, you know, were careful in what they said and Luca, they're just throwing around <laughs> all these and, compliments everywhere. And I, and I just want to speak on this for a second. I'm mean, like, there's, there's, for some reason, there's this growing crowd of Mavs fans and even people, and we're going to talk about the whole like overhyped thing, but like yeah. it is kind of like upset about, I don't know, just how he's getting built up and stuff. I'm like, what do you ex- expect, like the Mavericks to do, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm, I guess I'm, I'm, you know, I'm part of the team, kind of with like Mavs.com and like all that stuff, and right for him. But, like, what do you expect us to do? Like, you honestly expect the, the organization to set back? I mean, we traded up for the number three overall pick. You don't expect us to hype him up and to make these cool videos and to, you know, make these slogans like the future is now or welcome to the future or whatever it is and, like, all this different stuff. Like, no, like, you, we just have to set back and be like, hey, you know, man, it's cool. Like, put him on a poster one time or we're not going to put him on anything, all right? We're just going to keep it with – like no, this is we have sucked for two years, all right. And season tickets are a big deal, and um, just getting uh, butts and seats, and just the Mavs fans and all this different stuff. And so when you get a, a guy like Luca, heck yeah, you want to hype him up. Like you don't, you don't get prospects like this. You you never get prospects that come in this accomplished. So why not why not hype him up? He's a once in a generation prospect. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this has honestly never happened before that a guy this accomplished has come over. That's why, you know, McMahon says that, and all these people are saying he's the most accomplished, you know, European player ever. <laughs> you know, and he's you know, and he's coming over at least most the most accomplished young European player ever. Uh, and also, like you know, these Mavs dot com and things like that are they're a hype machine on purpose. <laughs> you know, they that's the job. They're, that's the job. They're they're more like PR and promotion. Yeah, you know, whereas you know, you do some stuff, but your stuff has to be positive, and you know you, that makes sense that it would have to be positive. They're not doing, you know, the, these, you know, deep dives of you know what's it, wrong with the Mavericks. And, you know, yeah, things that, like and that. that, that's that's for journalism outside of the organization. That's yep. for the paper. Yep. That's for, um, you know, blogs. That's for whatever it is. Like the moment that even I came on in a freelance part time role, I knew that. I couldn't write a piece talking about how bad Dwight Powell is, right? Like <laughs> as much like as that, you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> that just ain't gonna happen. But it's easier for me because I'm more of a, a positive person, and I, I do try to look for positives in every situation. Yeah. So it's like it does come naturally. Even if we win ten games, I'm gonna be like, oh, you know what? What can we find positive in this and win and like I don't know all that different stuff. So, but I'm not dumb either. If somebody sucks, I'm gonna tell you they suck. But I just can't write about it. You just do it on this podcast. I just do it on this podcast. That's where you hear the, that's where you hear the raw, me. raw, real audio right here. <laughs> uh, the best maps podcast, <laughs> not tainted by team money. At least half of us. 
It's like a mafia or something. What do you think about the idea of Luca, like he says, not being in NBA shape, you know, not being <laughs> in go. great shape by NBA standards? It's been a thing that I haven't seen a lot of actually. I've seen I've seen it a couple places, but it's mostly just by uninformed people. All right, so Bill Simmons brought it up very first. Yeah. And here's the thing, like, like I didn't a week even ago. listen. <laughs> I didn't even listen to the pod. I, I didn't listen to his pod yet, and, and I saw on Twitter, Bill Simmons calls Luka Doncic fat. And I'm like, first off, Bill doesn't have any clue, so I'm, I'm really anxious to like listen to this. Yeah. And Bill didn't call him fat. He didn't, Bill just no. said, I've heard like he's gotten fat. And he was asking Kevin O'Connor on the pod of saying, hey, like... <laughs> I've heard he's gotten fat. Is that true? Is this like a thing? Like yep. whatever. Yep. And they both they like he kind of like skirted around the issue or whatever. And but and that's I'll say this. he he really thinks he's going to be like the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> yeah. Um, or if Lucas, we should fat. change that that saying. It should be like the best thing since Fortnite or something like that. <laughs> because sliced bread is not since that much iPhone. of a phenomenon anymore. People are getting away from bread. Everyone's gluten free, and I don't know. Natural disasters come. People are racking that bread up. <laughs> Bread's all gone. <laughs> um, Best thing since shelved bread. If Luca's fat, then what are we? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, listen, I'm not in the best of shape in, in at all, and I need to get in better shape. Yeah. But if Luca's fat, <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, and that's like, why McMahon qualifies it by NBA standards. Yeah, I, we just so, got to see to it me, To me, this says, and I was talking to, to my friend Josh the other day about this, is that, okay, you know, not in great NBA shape. To me, that's not fat. That's just he's not in super great condition. He just had this, you know, massive summer with all this stuff. He was playing all the way up until a couple days before the draft, and then he needed to kind of cool down. He didn't play summer league. They wanted him to rest, and, you know, I'm sure that his workouts were t- toned down or maybe, you know, maybe not existent to a certain degree and they wanted to rest it off of course he's going to gain weight he just moved to dallas texas they have more restaurants per capita than any place in the in the united states and he's taking his break and he just needs to get in better condition and he's going to do either do that some some players come in and do that in training camp and it works for some players and it definitely doesn't work for other players um he's also you know this is his first time going to the nba going through the NBA grind and everything, but I just think he needs to get in better condition. According to all these people, that's that's what I think people are saying. If you try to filter yeah. out and translate what people are saying, he just, he could get in better condition. Yeah, and no, I mean, the people that's seen him play basketball right now, I mean. Yeah, he's the best oh. player on the court. Also, he's not the most best condition. Okay, well, what if we put those two together? Yeah, and like, I want you like to be, like, right now, do your thing, bro. Like, I want you to be playing Fortnite and enjoying life and all that stuff yeah. because the grind's about to really start. Like, he won the the championship and the MVP of the championship three days before the NBA draft. <laughs> three days. That was, at the en- that was at the end of June, all right? We're just in the middle of September right now. That's just a couple months ago. And... To where some of the teams, like the Mavericks, they ended their season like a couple of months before that. You know, like Yeah. So like Did we hear that, anything about Dennis and his playing all throughout the playoffs, May, June? Did we hear anything about him working out or anything? <laughs> no. That, Did we? That's the you thing. Know, like, yeah. what, if, what if Dennis got fat in May and June? Guess what? He's probably not anymore. 
so like that's the thing of as far as like even going back to the games before that, like yeah. even leading up to the draft, Mike Smith and them were talking about how like Luca's numbers had dipped off a little and they were crediting that because they're like, Listen, he's played a crazy amount of games over the past like two years. Like he hasn't like he probably hasn't had the rest that he's had over the past two months. Probably in like three years. Yeah. <laughs> there there is there is a reason why he Since he was in middle school. <laughs> didn't play in summer league and all this stuff. You think the Mavericks didn't want him out there in summer league? Oh man! Where we could, I mean, they're dying for it, and don't believe the stupid people. It's like, oh, they just want to hide him. Okay, whatever. Um, but no, I mean, that's the thing. I care less about that. Go for it, dude. You're 19 years old, so you're gonna like, even if you are fat and you walk in there looking like bison daily or big baby like you're <laughs> raymond felton shape. portland raymond felton ray felton uh you're gonna be in shape very soon training camp's coming up and if there's one roster spot that's not in flux uh it is his so uh enjoy your time and enjoy <laughs> Fortnite and living in dallas and all this stuff and then the grind's you know really about to start so uh that stuff's just it's just completely stupid to me I think it's just people reaching. And ultimately, I think it's just a continuing thing of people. People will want to hate Luka Doncic. They will want to very bad. And that overhype thing, people just don't like players getting hyped up. And, like, yeah, it's let's, completely. Let's get, let's get to it. Well, it's just completely different between, you know, like when LeBron came into the league. He was so hyped up. And it was like, yeah. it was crazy. Like, it, all this stuff. LeBron didn't have any of those accomplishments, man. Like, I know it's, like, it, your league's not the NBA. But still, like, LeBron came in and he had all that hype. And everybody was, like, freaking out about it and stuff. But there's a lot of people that got mad and was, like, saying the same thing as far as, I need to see it first. He's got play in the league before we declare him, you know, whatever yeah. it is. But, so you kind of, when you get hype. Before you've actually did anything, you're going to put a target on your back. That's inevitable. But for Luca, it's a little different because Luca gets hype, but he can sit around and turn around and be like, "Well, this is what I list off my comments. This is why I have the hype." When a lot of the, those old like high schoolers didn't have those accomplishments, you know. I'm not saying he's like. I'm not trying to say like he's on that level, but I'm just saying it's just weird because he has hype, but he has a reason for the hype. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And uh, he's played it you know, against grown grown men. Our uh, our favorite joke, the second best league in the world. And uh, so this article, let's let's talk about this article from the big lead uh, by a guy that I'd never really heard of before, uh, Ryan Phillips. And he says, um, he talks about how the Mavericks have been hyping him up. Quotes from Rick Carlisle, D- uh, Dirk Nowitzki. All these people. Doncic can definitely play, he says. He's going to have growing pains in the league. I think Doncic is going to wind up being very good, but the Mavericks should absolutely stop overhyping him. Doing that is just setting him up for failure. Let him show up for the scene let him show up on the scene and shock everyone instead of having to live up to unfair expectations. It will be better for the franchise in the end if the Mavs just ease him in instead of using him to sell season tickets before he's taken the court. Um much easier said than done. And it's a way easier to say that when you don't work inside the organization. Also, what if he is super good and then they wasted all that time that they could have been hyping him up and selling season tickets before <laughs> and missed opportunities? Yeah. 
You know, so that that end of the the thing is he's talking about just specifically the Mavs themselves. He's not even talking about you know the media around. Um, and and he, just, he brings and, up the Carlisle quote that Eddie Sifco posted in the in the paper, um, where Carlisle said, "Off to what I've seen over the last few days. Off of what I've seen over the last few days, anybody who doesn't jump on season tickets now is going to sorely regret it later." That that's all I'll say. And so he's like the Mavericks themselves. You know, Rick Carlisle's coming out, Dirk Nowitzki's coming out, saying all this stuff about him. They should not try to do this. <laughs> you know, the past three years, what has been the thing that got you the most excited about the Dirk Mavericks? Th- yeah, yeah, Dirk thirty K. Yeah, Tony Romo. <laughs> Honestly, people got that excited for Tony Romo. Dennis being Yogi, in the dunk contest, Yogi Mania, Yogi Mania. I mean, we're stretching at this point, right? Every time West didn't dribble into the lane, very true. Every time Dwight Powell caught the ball, um, JJ Barea, Devin Harris backdoor cuts. Oh, yes. Yeah, those are great. These are deep dives now into Mavs heart, but and then, and I say this on the lightest note I could possibly say it. Then. Factor in everything that's transpired over the past year with the Mavericks. The positivity cloud, a cloud that they brought upon themselves, we get, um, is not, or the negativity cloud, that's what the cloud I'm talking about. Um, it's been over the organization and raining for a long time. Yeah. And when it looks like the clouds are part uh, going to part and there's a light that can shine through very bright, then you're going to part those clouds. And Luka Doncic is that light that can... There, it's been a down year for a lot of people and a lot of Mavs fans. It's been a down two so, years. Yeah, down two years, down three years, however long you say it. So for this glimmer of bright light that could, could honestly be... This is the first time we have felt, we talked about on the pod, that this is the true baton pass. From yeah. Dirk to Luca, and that will ignite this flame inside of Mavs fans once again. And I feel like mm, that flame, flame. had. I feel like that. I feel like there has been a flame that has been ignited in a lot of Mavs fans uh, this summer with Luca and all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you think this has to do with with Luca? Do you, do you think the hype stuff, how do you think he's going to react to it? Do you think that it's going to matter? Do you think that target on his back that you're talking about, how does that all play into just him? We you know, we talked about, you know, the hyping from the Maverick side. What about on Luca's side? Do you think that they're doing him a disservice? I don't think it's a disservice. Um it's hard to speak on that when you don't really know him personally. His makeup, yeah, his mentality. Yeah, and you don't know his like circle. So like from a Mavs perspective, I would look His at it. His circle and, is right next to the triangle, the X, and the <laughs> and the yes. square button on his on his PlayStation controller where he plays. Okay, these are the games that I've seen him play over the last couple of days. He's played Call of Duty, Black Ops. He's played Overwatch. He's played Destiny 2. He's played Fortnite. <laughs> no 2K. Uh, he played 2K. Yeah, he did play 2K. Okay, okay. The dude is a gamer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, From a mass perspective, I would look at it and say, listen, this dude has, outside of the NBA, this dude's played at the largest stage and performed and performed very well. (laughs) Yeah. And won at the largest stage. So, like, for us to overhype him, if there is a guy that can handle pressure, then it's him. Because you even see people like Donovan Mitchell, and uh, I feel like there's another NBA player that went over there and watched those finals. 
this past, or last year and they saw the craziness of it and just saw how or the over the summer and they saw just like the atmosphere i remember seeing some quotes for some nba players yeah, yeah. saying man this is like insane this is crazy and so if he can perform at the highest level on those stages i think a little um premature hype is perfectly okay with him and the other player was ekbe udo by the way <laughs> ekbe udo okay and uh, so, like, wow, that's two Ekbe Udo mentions in two podcasts in this two week. Straight podcasts. Let's make it a full week. We talk about Ekbe Udo. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta bring him into the pod somehow. But no, that's it. But you know, but we can't really. We don't know if he's like a Durant type. You know, like Durant obviously cares about some a lot of these things and how people view him. And it doesn't really affect Durant either. No, yeah. no, he he's still the second best court. player in the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still like winning MVPs and stuff. So, like, that's the thing, you know. I think it's fine with somebody like that. Now, if we like replaced him with a high schooler, I think it's just a little different, you know. With no, that was super yeah. hyped and hasn't played all this different stuff like a normal nineteen-year-old. But hype him up, man. This is, Luka Doncic is a guy that. Was brought onto a professional roster when he was 13 years old and was playing when he was 15 years old. He was playing when he was 16 years old against NBA players. They came over to the United States in preseason games and played the Celtics, and he guarded Russell Westbrook yeah. <laughs> as a 17 year old, 16 year old kid. And he. When then- Dennis was in high school, Luca was guarding Russ as a member of like Real Madrid. <laughs> And guarding like Juan Carlos Navarro and you know like players that have actually yeah. played in the NBA and went back overseas and players that could be in the NBA but just wanted to stay over there. He has been on the biggest stages. He's been through all this stuff. I don't think that a little hype from Rick, a quote from Rick Carlisle and you know a quote from Dirk on a radio a Dallas radio station 105.3 The Fan and you know some Mavs.com videos and articles from people is going to get into his head. <laughs> I, yeah, I think this, this take is absolute garbage. And I wonder, honestly, in his mindset, I wonder how much differently he's viewing this compared to, like, EuroLeague. Like, I wonder if it's just like, hey, this is just another Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Or like, if it's just like, it's, I know it's a big deal, but I'm just, you know, cool, I'm used to this, you know, like, this is part of it, like, it's not, he's not shell-shocked, he's not yeah. super nervous, because, oh, okay, this is another season starting, but I'm just wearing different colors on a different team, and, you know, in the NBA, or it could be completely opposite, I don't know, like, I don't know inside. Yeah, like, was this his dream, do you know what I mean, was it, was his yeah. dream to make it to the EuroLeague and, and win the stuff that he already did, or is his dream to make it to the NBA, you know, like some yeah. players dream, they say like, oh, I, I want to be on the Lakers and they get in front of that, that spotlight and see all those banners and the, you know, they get kind of, that's, that was their thing that they were trying to get to this whole time. But for, you know, for Luca, it's just like, well, this is just another step in the process for me. You know, it's not going to yeah. be shell shock and taking them back. Where it's it. like, Hey, I've won at the highest level. I've won MVPs. I've did, I've did, I've accomplished my thing over there. Hey, all right, let me just go see if I can do it in NBA now, you know, for the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not like what he's been trying to get to this whole time. Yeah, and so like stuff like that, we don't know. I mean, we might hear him talk about it on Media Day on Friday, and but we'll see. And that that's the the, the personal the personality of Luca is something that I'm looking forward to all of us getting to know because nobody knows him right now. I mean, it's just point blank. Nobody just really knows him that well. So 
I will say, um, I sent you that, and I tweeted it out too. On Eddie Sefko for the paper did the Q&A for fans and stuff, and that person wrote in and was like, hey, I've seen where Luca's taking up video games, and I can <laughs> see where that could be very problematic uh, for the new star, and like went down this whole route. What of, about people that used to play horse? You know, What about Dirk and Nash <laughs> that used to go play horse? Yeah, that's outside. what he was like. What about, the, you know, it's just kind of comparing him to Dirk and Nash. What about, the, you know, these guys that would go and practice? Pretty much saying the old school guys would go practice and put in work. Hey, those guys didn't guys. have the internet. <laughs> Pretty sure Dirk would be playing Fortnite if he was 20. Would Dirk be playing Fortnite if he was 20? That sounds, like a, that sounds like a poll question. Go to at Lockdown Mavs. I'm going to post it right now. Go to at Lockdown Mavs. Answer the poll question. If Dirk was 20 years old right now, would he be playing Fortnite? He'd probably be in a bar. <laughs> yeah, he's 20. <laughs> he could get in. He could get in for sure. All right, there you go. Do you have any parting words? No parting words. A fun pod today. Just random talk about Luca, And super excited for it for sure. And I think, I will say this, I think it's a really cool... Nick has taken up the uh, Instagram reporter role, and <laughs> if a Mavs player tweet, puts someone on Instagram, Nick will be your go-to source on Twitter for it. But I will say, I think it's, I think it's a, it's kind of like what we've talked about before on the pod about how like a lot of you OG listeners, like you know about our wives, you know about my kid, you know yeah. about our dogs, like you've seen like all this different stuff, and it's. I think it just adds a little bit to it that Luca opens up his life a little bit. I know that's because he's a kid, and when he gets older in the league, he might stop doing some of that. We don't know. But for right now, I know, like, I followed him on Instagram. But there's a ton of y'all that follow him on Instagram, and you click on it, and almost daily you see his girlfriend. At you, and you're like, okay, cool. Like, we don't know you, but we kind of know you because we see you on all these pictures, and we see you playing these video games. And literally, Luca is like us sometimes because he's posting, like, stupid selfies of him and his, like, Xbox headset, and he's, like, making this, like, goofy duck lips or some face with his dog or something like that. I'm like, bro, you're the third overall pick in the draft, and, like, Supposed to, you know, we're hyping you up. You know, it, it, he he seems so much like us in these personality stuff. And it's just cool. And it's cool for fans to connect to somebody like that. And it just adds another likable uh, dimension to him. I can't believe you got through that entire thing and did not mention his dog, Hugo. Oh, Hugo. Hugo's <laughs> great. I will say, Nick wrote this piece. And I didn't know Nick <laughs> oh was writing God. this piece, and I was scrolling through Nick my Twitter. Nick didn't know Nick was writing this piece until he started it. And it literally said, 10 things to know about this Luka Doncic Instagram photo. And what's super funny is my father-in-law sends me a screenshot to where he's on his LinkedIn page back in <laughs> Kentucky and says, Isaac Harris is in the news. And I'm like, what? What did I tweet now? And he sends me a screenshot, and it's of Nick's article. <laughs> And I'm like, you've got to be kidding I mentioned me. I put a uh, one of Isaac's tweets in it for reference for something. <laughs> and it 
Nick writes 10 things about this Luca Instagram photo of him literally just laying on the couch watching something on his phone and like all these observations about it. And I'm like, it this the is qualifiers. the mountain mountaintop peak moment on top of Mount Everest. There's all these like flags and this post is on the flag of peak off season, like Mount <laughs> off season. That's where, that's where we're at. And I'm like, the season cannot get here fast enough that Nick is writing about if Luca has pants on underneath his blanket on his couch and speculating where he lives in Dallas. Yeah, he's like, I think I know because of a building outside of his window. I'm going to be I'm going to pull back the curtain. I spent probably 30 minutes on Google Maps like looking around. <laughs> Not 30. Minutes. That was an exaggeration. I knew I knew I recognized one of the buildings in the photo immediately. And you so then I had a reference point and I just spent a bunch of time spinning it around and <laughs> Just driving around Dallas. <laughs> Luka Doncic, the king of Uptown. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on Lockdown Mavs. Uh, we're back five days a week, and we said they'd be shorter, and here we are again. <laughs> I love the people that reached out to us. and was like, I love when Nick says that we got to cut this pod short. 30 and minutes like, later. <laughs> 30 minutes later, this is where we're at. Last, no, night was cool. the, last night was the longest pod we ever did, and – it got cut short because of the audio, the technical difficulty on the end. It, it honestly Dang. just cut off, but our podcast was like an hour, 10 minutes. It was super long. We got some cool things planned, though. I know it's weird yes. out. We got some cool things planned. Uh, maybe some future guests lined up. And, um, yeah, Lockdown's going to keep on rolling daily. Your only, your only the daily only, podcast. The only daily podcast. Uh, for the Mavericks. We'll have you stuff from practices, from games, um, from players, and all that jazz. So, no, all the all the Mavericks, all that Mavericks, and all that Mavericks. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>